0: Again, to another exciting episode of Cool Pods, a podcast series brought to you by Cool Earth Connections. And today, here with me is Shubham, who is the CEO and co founder of CRAST, which is a company gearing towards sustainability goals through stopping crop burning. So, welcome, Shubham. And it's exciting and a pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me today.
0: You're welcome, and uh, very excited. Uh, you've come all the way from India. Uh, you know we are connecting today, uh, and um, uh, it's uh, it's great uh, to know that you have been one of the cohorts for an accelerated program that was initiated by Stanley Black and Decker. And you also uh, were one of the ones who uh, won the Stars, right? So do you, want to, yeah. uh, do you want to talk more about that?
1: Yeah, so so yeah, we were uh, one of the top 10 companies who were a part of Stanley Pell's Techstars uh, program in 2019 at uh, Hartford in Connected, uh, Connecticut. So uh, basically, uh, the whole concept of uh, Techstars is like a pre-investment finishing school. And also to give a very focused kind of mentoring support to startups to help them fill the gaps that they have. And uh, one of the uh, good advantage was, you know, like to have the support of Stanley, which had partnered with Techstars so that, you know, we also got like a very good uh, platform to do our customer validation uh, with uh, Stanley Beckendecker. Decker. So uh, as a company, and like I was coming from all over the way to India to US. And it gave us a very good uh, opportunity to explore uh, uh, the U.S. market as well through through this program.
0: That's wonderful. I think that was a very good avenue for you uh, to get started oh, yeah. into the U.S. market, right?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Okay. So, um, you know, pollution has been something um, that has also been very close to my heart um, Obviously, whenever uh, I've landed in India or wherever I've seen pollution, it 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 does um, you know uh, clinch, um, it kind of brings to your mind uh, the the environment we are uh, living in, and um, mm-hmm. knowing what Crass does, um, I think uh, it's a great initiative uh, that you've done, and uh, you know you and your co-founder have taken up. Uh, could you want, uh, go more about how it started? How did you come about with this idea and what is CRAST all about?
1: Yeah, so basically crop burning has been a very big issue in India mm-hmm. and every year, especially during the time of winter, uh, it gets pretty bad in the air quality index, which is AQI. It is pretty high. And uh, I think from quite some years, we have been also witnessing a public health emergency being declared in, in the capital, which is New Delhi. And uh, so, you know, uh, and it's always there in our newspapers. It's something that we are breathing.
0: Absolutely. Right? It's a
1: problem which everyone, especially not North part of India, can relate to it. And there was this one incident, uh, uh, I, I would say a very good uh, uh, moment in my life when my niece was born in New Delhi and uh, it was during the time of winter and we were very worried. We were like, okay, it's a newborn baby and there's so much of pollution out there. Uh, so we decided to, you know, buy an air purifier. And uh, that uh, that incident, particular incident made me realize what kind of world we are creating for our, uh, you know, upcoming generation. And uh, that, took- that was a very you know, thought provoking uh, incident. Uh, which made me, you know, like, uh, it appealed me that we have to do something for it. We can't just sit idle and do nothing about the problem on hand. And uh, that was a very strong movement, which uh, also led the foundation for GRAST. Uh, GRAST, as the word, it stands, uh, a merger of two words, crop plus waste. And uh, so basically, uh, the air pollution, uh, a majority of it is being caused due to the crop burning uh, in, in the neighboring states of New Delhi. And I thought that, uh, I'm a chemical engineer from background, I've uh, done my master's in chemical engineering from Imperial College, London, and in my research group also, there was a lot of uh, research around uh, biomass, especially, you know, crop waste. and to me, it was like something which is like a useful material. And then when I looked at the problem in India, I was like, okay, this is such a fantastic material, why are farmers burning it at first? And then I realized that there is no value out of it. It's a waste to them and they are burning it. And there is no uh, applications which can give farmers some kind of monetary benefit. Sure. So at craft we decided to, you know, give certain kind of incentives to the farmers. And we're able to uh, do that by, you know, uh, to help the farmers prevent crop burning by utilizing the rich properties of crop waste. So uh, say, for example, if you look at the crop waste, it has uh, something like cellulose, lignin, and then C5 and C6 sugars. Mm -hmm. And all these components can be used to make thousands and thousands of materials for different industries. And uh, a lot of these can be also as an alternative source to say crude based, uh, uh, crude derived products. True. So here we have this very green material. I call it green gold and uh, it's just lying out there on the farms and it's just being burned and it's such a sad uh, story because uh, uh, people don't know what to do with it true uh, interestingly with the use of technology and that's what we also stand at grass that you know we want to use technology to solve some of the most pressing issues uh in, in our society and also link it to the economy mm-hmm. so uh, the model of grass uh, is, you know, based around the same principle where we are focusing on circular economy. We make uh, ways to value and uh, again giving uh, benefit to the farmers, giving benefit to the environment and of course also to the market uh, because to to add a value to something, there has to be some kind of very strong market linkage be- for it to true. work out. Very true, and uh, that has been the uh, fo- uh, foundation or the core model of grass to operate.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah. I think it's a very um, it's a very simple uh, technique, but it has a very powerful impact. You know, you're 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 helping the farmers at the same time you are uh, helping reduce greenhouse uh, gas emissions. Um, it's like killing, uh, you know two birds with one stone and i yeah. think that's fantastic and green gold i love the idea i love the uh, <laughs> the word uh, you know that you, you use for it it's it's really that so yeah, so and- so how did you um you know uh, to go further along that um you know with your efforts to save the environment from uh, pollutants um you know to reduce the ghg emissions uh, you're also increasing revenue source for the farmers, right. Now how yeah. did you how did you get the farmers to realize that? Uh, you know because obviously uh, there are age old traditions uh, that they have been following. So it must have been um, an effort on your part to educate them or um, kind of convince them that this is the way to go.
1: So, it all comes down to economics, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, say, for example, if something, if I'm able to sell to uh, something today, which, mm-hmm. is, which was a waste to me, I'm burning it because it's a waste to me. But if somebody says that, hey, I'll give you, say, 50 bucks, and I'll take your waste, so I'll be more than happy. Because, you know, uh, when they burn the crops, when they burn the fields, the first people who are suffered... Because of the air pollution, is not the people in Delhi; it's the people on the farms.
0: Very true. They inhale
1: the first smoke, and you know it's also a very interesting study done, uh, especially on the state of Punjab. Uh, This expenditure on uh, uh, public health Mm -hmm. and the illness caused due to air pollution is quite high in in those states. Wow! Uh, And uh, of course, they are not the capital, so they not they don't get highlighted. But people are aware; people know that
0: nobody wants to, you know, uh, sit in a uh, toxic cloud. Oh, believe me. Absolutely. I've been in Delhi and uh, I know, I know. I mean, you know, how it is in Delhi, um, you know, just uh, it's like the black suit that you can feel on your skin and everywhere else. Exactly. And uh, and that's why I'm so excited that we are doing this today because um, uh, this is a fantastic solution
1: yeah so like uh, recently like we had these uh, meetings with village level entrepreneurs so mm-hmm. we, we are working on this very interesting model mm-hmm. where you know we are uh, uh, also empowering the farmers to uh, become you know uh, uh, a village level entrepreneurs VLEs that, that we call so you know uh, helping them to realize the potential that uh, supply chain of crop residue has it for them to make some decent earnings and uh, just to give a number there you know uh, uh, with, with, uh, with our calculations, we're able to pro, uh, help farmers improve their secondary income by more than 40% per acre. I love that. And uh, that's a big number and we're able to do it because of the products that we are making.
0: Exactly. So we
1: we, su- we surveyed a lot of applications, what can be done with crop residue, electrification, biofuels, and stuff. Uh, but when we looked into packaging and furniture, we, we realized that there's a huge uh, margin. For us to give it to the farmers also true and that's why uh, it becomes also a very interesting uh, motive for the farmers to sell it the waste rather than you know burning it
0: wow that is fantastic it's like a little local circular economy that you have created right there right <laughs>
1: well i think that's the goal that uh, you know uh, uh, our dream is that uh, uh, we you know make it very local like we make the packaging locally yes. and we supply it for regional consumption Imagine how much carbon footprint we can reduce Absolutely. if we if we reduce on the scale to local levels rather than shipping from one place to another place and long distances and then burning fuel. Yes, right. So, uh, so that's the dream for us to go decentralised and localize and then you know uh, create a demand for 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 a regional level level.
0: No, it's it's fantastic because like you said, you're helping the farmers and farmers are the people who provide us food. And, That's you know, so the traditional way of just cutting the crops and selling them in the market was giving them a revenue. But here you're making them think a little further, further beyond that, um, how to increase their revenue, um, which I'm sure is a huge welcome in the farmer community. You know, it's yeah. like happy, happy environment, happy farmers. You got both.
1: Happy farm and happy market also. <laughs> happy market
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's that's fantastic. So, uh, so these uh, the waste that you get uh, from the the agricultural waste, right, or the crop waste. Uh, what are the different product markets uh, that you have explored at this point, and where uh, where are you able to supply products, or what industries are uh, um, you know where you're tapping into?
1: So we have uh, two major applications out of crop residue. One is the packaging side of products, and the second is the uh, engineered boards for furniture and construction applications. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so our packaging side of uh, things are more advanced right now because we are already working with uh, uh, two of the clients, and we have uh, uh, some revenue with some uh, some people here in India also. And uh, uh, one of them is of course Stanley Black Deck and Decker. And uh, another one is EniZeB push. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I can uh, I, I, I can talk a bit about both these clients. Sure. as there are very interesting case studies that uh, you know we have been working from quite some time. So uh, say for example, with Stanley Black and Decker, uh, our product that we chose was an alternative to clamshell packaging. Mm-hmm. So clamshell packaging is uh, you know is also rated as a very nightmare packaging because a lot of people they get hurt by opening it.
0: And, yeah, because of the uh, sharp edges. It is not
1: sustainable.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But, uh, uh, you know, it hurts people. So we designed yes. something which is made from crop waste, which is a molded packaging. And uh, so that is something uh, that we have done it for Stanley's measuring tape product line. Uh, the second case study is with anheuser Bush, Again, a very interesting one because, you know, we're able to apply the principles of circular economy with uh, anheuser Bush farmers. So we got... Uh, uh, so anizer bush, like, for example, they make, uh, barley from barley, they make beer and then what is left on barley farms is barley waste. So we took barley waste from their farmers and we, uh, have created six pack barley packaging for, for, for the company. So again, you know, there's a circular loop within and, and a very integrated and a very nice, uh, relationship with the company where everyone is getting benefited in the entire supply chain. So, uh, that was the second thing. And, uh, so with these two case studies, what I would want to highlight over here is uh, A, that we're introducing something which is a tree-free packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not cutting trees for making paper. We're not cutting trees for making pulp. We are using uh, crop Crops. waste to make pulp. And that's something that we want to introduce in the market that, you know, stop cutting trees, use this waste. Uh, as the properties that we've also got is incredible. It's pretty good. And uh, then the second thing is single-use plastic. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in case of Stanley Black and Decker, that uh, again, why do we need to use single-use plastic when we can have something which is sustainable, environmental friendly,
0: Absolutely. something?
1: Both the products you can, you know, compost it in your kitchen garden, and uh, you can just uh, convert it into fertilizer or compost and get it done.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: right? So. So, so, yeah, this is what we have been doing with these uh, people, with these companies, and it has been really helpful for us so far. Uh, with our engineered boards, we, uh, we have recently finished the minimum viable product. And with it, uh, one is, of course, the uh, environmental impact that we are not using, again, trees for making furniture, we are using crop-faced, and uh, the properties that we have got Uh, We have validated at uh, Indian uh, 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 government-approved laboratories, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh, coming uh, better, and especially in terms of water resistance, it's coming seven times better than the best selling board in India right now. Wow. So the furniture that we are making is sustainable, uh, it doesn't swell up, and most importantly, it doesn't have formaldehyde, which is again a very big issue health-wise. When you buy a furniture, you don't want to inhale the toxic uh, elements which also comes along with the furniture and that's one thing that we have been able to solve. And uh, uh, we will be very soon doing uh, at a pilot scale of uh, around one tonne per day. Uh, we have already signed a contract and uh, that, that, that would happen in, the, in this coming summer.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and just to read these, I mean, I was going through this and uh, I want to read this again and again. Like for every eight by four feet of particle board, you save 30 kgs of carbon emissions. That is huge. Yeah. And then f- you save for every ton of paper produced, you save 24 trees, um, you know, that, um, by doing that. Um, this is huge, and uh, you feel—I feel like reading this again and again. But um, I think it's, it creates a huge impact. Um, and that's yes, why I think... and
1: uh, it, it's something you know, like uh, uh, something which also motivates us. Yeah. Uh, looking at the environmental impact and how you know we are able to solve like by solving one problem we are able to tackle two or three other problems say like deforestation and then single use plastics uh, and it's all because of technology yes. like technology if we use it rightly it can do wonders
0: absolutely and nature has I mean nature has abundance right that's what I've always believed it has abundance it has all the answers and we don't need to look further than that. And you guys have actually done that. You have struck right there at that very core. And then you're u- utilizing this whole um, the technology. Through technology, you're helping um, the humanity. You know, humanity so, in the sense of uh, the farmers, the markets. Uh, so the entire value chain and the supply chain, you're involving everything. And that's very, very unique, I feel. About you. Thank you. So yeah. I think I think that's great. So after uh, you know when you got selected for the accelerated program and went through the Tech Stars, um, what milestones have you achieved, um, and how has it helped you in your efforts uh, towards your goal?
1: Yeah, so, uh, post-accelerator, mm-hmm. I think the first thing that happened was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was like very soon after uh, oh, okay. I came back from the US, in fact. and uh, uh, But we have been ab- able to, uh, during the pandemic last year, we have been able to file one patent. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a very important milestone to protect our technology. That's awesome. Uh, Then we were able to complete uh, uh, research and also prototypes for the two companies that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are again very big milestones. And we also uh, did, say for Anheuser Bush, we did pilot at a scale of 100 kilogram uh, capacity. So that was, uh, you know, it was a good uh, achievement for us to demonstrate that whatever we are doing at lab, it can also be scaled up. True. So that was an important uh, uh, benchmark for us to, you know, that yeah we are on the right track. And then uh, uh, in between, we also got some more funding from uh, grant, from uh, uh, in form of grants. Uh, one was the Millennium Alliance Award, and uh, that was again in between the pandemic, and it will uh, help us to set up a three ton per day. Uh, pulping plant in north india wonderful so so that will be also you know coming up very soon the work is already underway and uh, after that i think uh, we'll be good to also uh, be at a good scale in the market wow in 2021
0: yeah that's wonderful so um and you're getting a lot of support from the indian government as well right at this point. We have
1: been very fortunate, uh, I would say, as an entrepreneur, as a startup also, That's awesome. that from the day one, uh, like, uh, so when I started this project uh, at CRAST, it started with a fellowship program that I did under uh, a department of biotechnology, which comes under Ministry of Science and Technology. Mm-hmm. So it was an 18 month long fellowship. Uh, again, a government funding funded fellowship and it allowed me to understand the problems, talk to different stakeholders. We had six months of immersions where I traveled to different parts of the country. Wow. And after validating the problem thoroughly, then the idea of the then I was like, okay, let's start fast. So the fellowship was very helpful. It's known as a Social Innovation Immersion Program Fellowship, SIIP. And it also came up with certain grants to develop uh, on the Alpha Alpha prototype. We got, uh, uh, so right now also we are based out of uh, uh, a Venture Center, which mm-hmm. is a part of National Chemical Laboratories Innovation Park in Pune. Mm-hmm. And we get really good support in terms of uh, lab and research and mentoring and also patent support. So we get all kind of support uh, facilities at Venture Center here.
0: Wonderful. And uh,
1: so far the government has given us uh, uh, a lot of awards also and those awards have come up with grants. We also won the Birex Coach Innovation Challenge Award in 2018. And that was a good uh, grant for us to set up our first lab in 2018. And that was given uh, by the minister of science and technology himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, I was also an EIR fellow, uh, allowed me to again, you know, look into the commercial aspects and business. Uh, Recently we we got uh, a Nidhi Prayas fellowship. One of my colleagues got a Nidhi Prayas fellowship uh, to work on uh, a a machine, uh, a new machine in the pulping plant. And that is being supported by Department of Science and Technology. So uh, we have been extremely lucky, and uh, uh, in fact, when we when when we look around in the ecosystem, the Indian government has been working very hard uh, to provide uh, the best facilities to budding entrepreneurs in the country, and that's very incredible. Yes, um, I have such. noticed
0: that yeah. absolutely, and that's fantastic, right? And that gives you so much opportunity for growth as a company. Uh, I, I, and so much
1: anxiety like, yeah, like I don't even have to you know worry about my house bills because uh, uh, the government uh, and all the people who have been there, uh, they have been their attitude has been like focus on your product focus has on your technology, do not worry about anything else. Uh, you know when people they say that uh, entrepreneurs they take a lot of risk. Here, like the initiatives and the policies and the program have been so comfortable that uh, I don't have to worry about anything else other than just working on my product in the company.
0: That is wonderful. That is wonderful. I mean, uh, yeah, um, I, I, think, uh, I think that's great. You know, it's, um, it's really great that uh, you're getting all that support from the Indian government um, and the other organizations that are there. So what do you see in future for CREST? Um, I know, I mean, we are very, you got connected to me through Cool Earth Connections and uh, you, you, know, you sent me an email. And uh, when I, I realized what your company does, um, I think that really was very fascinating. So definitely, um, uh, you know, uh, what I would like to know is what is the future for Crust? Where do you see Crust going at this point in future?
1: So for us, I think innovation is the core Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, you can see we're a crazy bunch of scientists, researchers, designers, we have a very good mix of people and uh, all of us are very passionate about innovating Mm -hmm. and uh, as a company, we keep on innovating on different and different greener materials, uh, out of crop waste, as as I said, the possibilities are endless. Uh, Like if you have to list down the number of products, I think it will take, uh, uh, there's a lot of scope to work in this area and that's where we see ourselves, we position, uh, we visualize ourselves as a company uh, with innovation in core, uh, which is sustainable, developing greener materials and products and you know like when something which also inspire younger generations that, hey, you know, uh, the young people should be thinking that, okay, yeah, if we, we want to have a career path, it should be something in sustainability.
0: Absolutely. So that's the yeah, kind
1: of momentum we would want to set up for, for the for the coming generations also.
0: Absolutely. Like for example,
1: we have something for, say, uh, at Tesla, that, hey, you want to go to space. Uh, then we have it for Apple or uh, like some other co- ID companies. Yes. We want to have a same life for sustainable companies. That We want to learn sustainable companies and make Earth a better place. Yes, I, That's am, what want you. To do.
0: I am absolutely with you. And uh, you really touched my um, heartstrings because um, that is exactly why I do this. Um, that, that, is a, that is what I want to do. I want to explore companies like you. I want to give them a platform. I want them to be um, noticed and... Um, uh, have more opportunities. And the fact that, uh, you know, you're already working with Stanley Black and & Decker and, and Heiser Bush um, says a lot. Um, you know, you have reached into the uh, U.S. markets, Um and um, uh, so so and i like the fact that you are giving this message to the coming uh, generation um i always have been encouraging anybody who has been talking to me uh, you know who is uh, looking to do um, to have a career path um i i have always encouraged that and um, i think more and more people and more and more youth is gearing towards that they are um, looking at sustainability as a career Um, and I'm absolutely thrilled about it because it is something that needs to be addressed, um, uh, you know, for the next 30, 40 years, right? So um, I think you guys are doing an excellent job um, and, uh, you know, really proud of what you're doing, honestly. And, uh, yeah, we we look forward to... um, And I'm really glad that you contacted me on um, Cool Earth Connections. uh, um, And uh, would you like to encourage other people to do the same, uh, you know, who want to be uh, on my podcast. uh, Uh, For sure.
1: Uh, I think uh, podcasts are a great way to also, uh, you know, hear some nice, interesting stories. And uh, it also, like for startups, it also gives like a good platform. So definitely, and I really appreciate uh, the work that you have uh, taken up at Cool Earth uh, and bringing together like-minded people who are passionate about sustainability that's the that is the future and that is what is needed so it's incredible that what what, what cool earth is doing and I think more and more people and being personally like uh it's lovely to hear some nice inspiring stories like i uh, like looking at the last podcast podcast also it's the innovation is the innovation side is coming up. Uh, there are a lot of other points that you're touching on. and definitely, I think uh, people from the globe uh, uh, should and I, in my circle also like I, I, this is something uh, that is very much needed and uh, people uh, should be a part of such uh, podcast and initiatives.
0: No, I'm so glad that you say that because um, I think uh, that makes it worth it for me you know, for uh, having um, you speak like that. And, um, and um, um, hopefully, um, I know for sure that this is going to create an impact. This interview of us is going to create an impact. Um, and hopefully, it will uh, get you more recognition. It will uh, probably bring more business and other uh, avenues for you. So uh, thank you so much, Shubham, for being here with us today. Um, Really uh, a pleasure. And um, uh, as I said, uh, you know, pollution, tackling pollution, the way you're doing um, is so, so great. Um, And uh, so for me personally, also, I feel uh, extremely uh, happy about that. So thank you again for for being here. And I would love to thank our listeners today for listening to our podcast and um, uh, getting all the information uh, that they got from you and other people, other youth, everybody who's listening to it. uh, You know, I hope it makes a difference in their lives. So thank you once again. And if anyone out there wants to get connected to us, please contact me at um, www dot connections at sustainable packaging and you could also go to my website uh, uh, www.sustainable dot packaging uh, and we are at cool earth connections if you type cool earth connections with a k um, k-o-o-l and connections starting with a k you would be able to reach me and i would love to help you out So give us a chance and please keep listening to our podcasts and also um, uh, we have a wonderful line of interviews coming up. Uh, So please be uh, tuned to that. Thank you once again and Shubham, thank you so much and uh, wish you all the best. And I know we are looking uh, for some business opportunities as well through Cool Earth Connections and I'm thrilled about that.
1: Thank you so much for having me here and it was a really Uh, It was a pleasure for me to share my stories and uh, thank thank you so much and uh, looking forward to have uh, future collaborations.
0: Wonderful. Thank you again.